Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, John McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Kyron Morrison. How are you doing good, sir? Oh, Joel, I'll tell you what, I just had a Cornetto, and it's exactly what I needed in this weather, because it has fixed me right up. Beautiful, beautiful. I just had McDonald's, and I've got like a nice, like, icy... Coke Zero sitting next to me right now, so that's 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 what's been hitting the spot for me. That's that's good. It's a good time. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Um, I might even have a bit of cheeky frozen custard after this. It's like the new All thing. Right, frozen don't custard. make don't make me too jealous, okay? Like I've got to go to sleep and go to work tomorrow morning, so yeah, that's you're not, making me yeah. jealous, and it's it's not on. But but, Karen, after you go to sleep and uh, after you go to sleep and go to work, you get to come home and play oh. play some Dragon Ball Fighters. I'm going to play so much Dragon Ball Fighters this weekend. Like, it's so, all I'm going to play. People I'm sure are going to be like, hey, do you want to play Overwatch? And I'm going to be like, no, I'm playing the Fighters beta. Yeah, no, I'm going to be playing the Fighters beta as well. So, um, yeah, like, we'll most likely uh, 100% talk about that next week. Um, But in, uh, in the meantime, it's our first proper, like, normal, back to back to the normal episode of 2018. So uh, should we get stuck into it? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, let's do it's it. It's been a while. All right. It's been a while. Got to get our get, get our sea legs again on the the podcast ocean. Um, I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> alrighty. Um, well, a lot of the stuff I've been playing is not new. Um, except for one thing. So I, like, I'm, I'm I might... in a similar boat to you, really, though. Actually, that's very true. Yeah. All right. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, sure, look, I'll go first. Uh, right, cool. Even though one of the games I'm playing is a game but I, for those way back in 2017, which <laughs> obviously was forever ago at this point. Oh, in, all recall, the way back in last year. Yeah, it's so long ago. I know. It feels like a Virgil, because I am still playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and I don't mean that in a bad way, because I'm enjoying it. I'm still, I think... I'm up to like 90 hours in game now or something. And I just, I can tell I'm getting close to the end. Like the story is starting to reach its climax and a lot of the the heavy stuff is going down. So I'm nearly there. So I've been just taking stock and I've left the story where it is. I'm just mopping up some side quests and all that. But, uh, there's, now that I've played more of it, I can talk about a couple of things that I like about it and a couple of things I don't like about it. Ah, okay, cool. So, first up, I, I'm pretty sure I touched briefly on a lot of the combat stuff um, when I talked about it last year. But I think so, yeah. now I'm like 90 hours in, It's it, it had clicked with me, but I think I've got it down now, if that makes sense. Right, cool. Like, uh, so, as is tradition in a couple in the previous two Xenoblade games there is a combo system and that's the part of the battle the combat system I was mostly struggling with because I was like how do I do this because it's not very well explained and it took me a while to figure out that the best way to do it well the goal really is to drop uh so you can the blade combos I described last year where you basically go down a, a tree of branching paths with your allies going hey do a fire attack build meter water attack and then like finish it with a third stage one the element that you hit with that third stage basically forms a little elemental orb that rotates around the enemy 
Okay. And the idea is you fill your little party bar on the top left and you press the plus button to start a combo. And the more of those orbs going around the enemy, like I think at one point, I posted a picture on Twitter basically where I had six orbs on this enemy that poor <laughs> fool. So I think if you get, because basically then you use your various blades to do attacks, etc. If you can smash one of those orbs in one of your full turns of like three characters, you get an extra turn with your full team. The okay. goal is to smash, I think three or four and you get like an, a, just a huge attack, like a ridiculous one. Again, if you check the picture on Twitter, like the attack I did with like six orbs and all my party and I had like Rex's ultimate blade and um, I did like 2.3 million damage. It was Ooh. crazy. But that's when I, I was sitting, I did that and I sat back. I'm like, no, I get this now. I get right. the combo system. That was the last, it was like the missing piece in that jigsaw puzzle of a, of a combat mechanic. But I was just like, yes, now I understand. Awesome. Uh, yeah, but a couple of things I don't like. And okay. they, some of them are kind of gripey and they're not huge issues, but a lot of the stuff you do on the overworld for like quests or sometimes just opening a chest or like opening secret passageways is done with a thing called field skills. And field skills are a thing that certain blades have, like say I've got an, uh, a fire blade. They might have a skill called fire mastery, which I would use for lighting fires or stuff like that. Okay. Um, a lot of the blades, they, you can level that up, but it's just sometimes they're really strange combinations. Like, say you might need fire mastery and someone who's got focus or fortitude or and sometimes just juggling between like the 50 or 60 blades. Yeah. Just to just to fill a bar to like open a chest can be really frustrating. It's right. I almost feel like it should just count all the blades in your pocket because I shouldn't have to just equip them. It's just too much fiddling around in the inventory. Right. And that'll, it's, that'll, again, that'll like play said, into that'll play into what I've been playing as well. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. not a huge issue, but it's just enough to make me go, ah, can't you just, just check my inventory. I have like 80, 70 or 80 blades right now. Just check my inventory. I've probably got it in there somewhere. Don't make me fish through blades for all three of my characters just to bump up my Earth Mastery to like dig a chest out. It's just not fun. Yeah. And the other one is oh, what was it? Was the that was the big one? I also just oh yeah, that's right. The gacha mechanics for getting blades. Okay. Again, I tweeted about this recently, and if I, we've, we've, you should you probably know what a gacha game is at this point if you're listening to this but if you don't it's essentially think of it like a capsule that you you put money in like a little capsule machine and you get a little toy but you don't yeah. know what you're going to get so that's how you get a majority of a really good blades in this game like there are okay. a fair amount done via quests but some of them are just RNG and I've started getting lucky recently but it took me a good, like, probably 40 hours to start getting the really good blades. And again, yeah. that was just a little bit frustrating. I, And because of how it operates, you certain characters have different, like, stats that will, de- like, dictate sort of what can come out of a, out of a little core crystal. Right. And once they've got that blade, you need, a, you need a specific item called Overdrive to switch it to another character. And they are not very common. So it makes it can make making your characters particular roles very difficult. Okay. And 
again, that's just something I don't really want in RPG. I sort of want to have the flexibility to be like for my for Rex right now for me is an attacker. But at one point, I lost a particular blade and had to do another role, and the only thing he had was healers. So I was like, I guess I'm a healer now. I'm not very good at this. Yeah, it was. It's it just sort of sucked being forced into another role because the game was like, no, sorry, uh, our blades are RNG. And you've used your overdrives at this point. I've heard you get more later for like maxing out affinity trees, but that takes so long. And I just want to switch my blades around freely. I don't like not getting to choose or like being like having a character stuck with a blade that's of no use to them. It's right. just really frustrating. It seems pretty detrimental to like, you know, forcing you into like that, that grind lifestyle almost. Yeah. Like, you get plenty of core crystals, so that's not really an issue. And they're not microtransactions, so exactly, thank you, Monolith yeah. Soft and Nintendo. But I just... Yeah, it, it wouldn't be such an issue if it wasn't locked to a character. If you could sort of okay. move them around a bit more freely, that would be fine. But as it stands, like my main tank, Morag, has a couple of attack and healing blades that she's just sort of stuck with because I can't give them to anyone else. And there's no point in her having them, really, because... That's not what I've got her doing. And it just is a bummer. Yeah, that is a bummer. Apart from that, the way the story's been going is really cool. Uh, It is... I think I've used this to describe a lot of games recently, but it is super anime, which I'm completely okay with. (laughs) The voice acting is really growing on me, Joel. I love just the accents and everyone not just being straight-up Americans. Yeah, but Tetsuya Nomura characters look really interesting and the soundtrack's still rocking my ears. Ah, oh, it's great. It's so good. It's just, there's enough of those little, little niggling little rough edges that I'm just like, maybe the next game. Maybe the next game. You're so close. You're so close to having a game that would be really, really good. As well, it stands, they, it just has to stand for being great as, as opposed to excellent. I was going to say third time's a charm, but I mean, this is technically the third game in the series, so... Not the third numbered game, though. Exactly, yeah. So Xenoblade the, Chronicles X, I guess you could count as like a spin-off? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sure. It's cool, though. Like, if you're into JRPGs, definitely check it out. Cool. Awesome. And the other game I'm playing is actually a game I've been mulling over for so long on Steam. Well, not, not so long, like a couple of months. Because I've been watching Vikings obviously, on SBS okay. On Demand, because yep. it's come back now, thank God. And I've been getting a real hankering for some sort of Viking game, and I was like, you know what? Let's go trolling Steam. Let's see what's on Steam. And I happened upon a little early access RTS called Northgard, being developed okay. by Shiro Games. And for a while, I was looking at it going, I don't know, I'm not really crazy about buying into early access stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean it, it is a trap. Like, there there are the success stories, and then there are also the sort of terrible nightmare stories, like things like you know Mighty Number no. Nine and things like that. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm always cautious, but in the end, I think a Steam sale over the holidays it was like five bucks off for fifteen dollars, and I was like, you know what? Screw it, fifteen bucks. Let's do it. Yep. Uh, I'm happy to report it's actually really good for what it is. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So. It is an RTS, but I've uh, the comparisons that I guess you would draw it closer to is less so like Age of Empires or Command & Conquer and more like uh, a Settlers game. Wherein okay. 
the game operates, but you pick your clan and each clan has different like strengths and weaknesses. For example, the, the base, probably I would say the beginner clan is clan wolf. And in clan wolf, there are little NPC wolves and I think bears as well. And essentially if you pick clan wolf, whenever you kill either of those enemies, you get like a, a bonus food drop, which is <clears throat> very useful. I cannot stress enough how useful that is. So <laughs> if you would, if you would be new to this game, that would be who I would strongly recommend you pick uh okay but the game plays a bit different from like the typical rts that i'm that i'm sure most people are familiar with it focuses more on like expanding your borders sort of like a sieve okay like sid Meier civilization but all of your units that like your town hall automatically creates villages and uh, based on your town's happiness and your amount of houses for your population cap It'll either build them faster or slower or stop. And essentially the, the deal is your villages are just villages. And if you want to have a warrior, you've got to build a training camp and send your villager there and he'll become a warrior. Or same for like a lumberyard, he'll go become a woodcutter if you send him there. And essentially the, the task becomes like managing your villages and telling them to do certain jobs, which okay. I kind of really like. It's, it's a bit different to what I'm used to at this point, which is again, a welcome change. And yep. the the Viking twist on it is just fun because Vikings are cool and I don't care if you disagree because you're wrong. 2018, Year of the Viking, I'm calling it. I hope so. Like, we got this. We got Kratos coming out with his yep. mighty axe and going through Norse mythology. Who else, who who knows what else will come along? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's really cool. For Again, it's in early access. I don't know when it, exactly when it's coming out, but it's got pretty positive feedback on Steam. And you can play it on. You can play like multiplayer with friends if you want, or against the AI. Uh, yeah, it's just it's really hard to sort of describe because I'm still getting the hang of a lot of it. It wasn't one of those RTSs where I jumped in and was just like, "Excellent, I know exactly what I'm doing." Because I didn't. I was clueless. Because <laughs> the idea yeah. is it it sort of runs through a calendar and like seasons. So I mentioned earlier that food is important. Okay. When winter hits obviously food becomes scarcer and like snow rolls in on a world map and it looks really cool like the weather effects are actually pretty impressive for what it is and your food consumption will be higher and that's when you start to realize that maybe maybe a hundred food wasn't enough to keep your village going through like a winter and then as your <laughs> guys get hungrier they get unhappy then they get sick and can die. So you have to build like a healing shack and tell villagers to go be healers and sort of look after those guys. And there's a lot of little moving parts to sort of focus on. At first it was really overwhelming and it took me a, probably a couple of matches to really sort of settle into a groove with Clan Wolf. I haven't tried the other clans yet, so I don't know if they're going to be any harder. I imagine okay. it will be. But it's just, yeah, it's fun. Like the way the, the weather sort of affects the, the, the game and... As you get further in, it'll get harder. Your first winter is pretty standard. Your food will... You'll lose more food than normal, but not too bad. But as you get further in, you'll get blizzards, which just wipe out food quickly. You'll get earthquakes. It'll take away your wood. And just all sorts of little... Like, the plague will come in and get a bunch of dudes sick, and then you need to stack your healers to sort of fix them all up. It's engaging, and I'm really excited to see what it is like as it goes forward and becomes a full game. Because currently grayed, on, grayed out on the menu is a campaign. So I'm, I'm pretty keen for a campaign in this. That was my next question, is whether there was some sort of campaign involved. But yeah, okay, awesome. 
Yeah, like again, I assume it'll come. It's it's grayed out in the menu for now, but I guess that's because it's still early access and they're still you know finishing the game. But mm-hmm. for what I paid for it, and for the amount of fun I've had with it, and the amount of fun I'll probably continue to have with it, I'm actually I'm happy I bought into this early access game. Awesome, good news. Yeah, I it's like I said, I, maybe I'm being overly cautious, but yeah, early access definitely has some stigma over the last oh, couple sure. of years. Absolutely, uh, being like. Being, I mean, all Minecrafts aside, there's been a lot of disaster stories come out of it. But I mean, yeah, if you find something that, that sort of clicks with you, it's a, it's a great program. Absolutely, but honestly, that's about all I've been playing. So I think it's your turn, Joel. Cool. Alrighty. Well, um, so I haven't played a whole lot. I, I've played a few things. Uh, we dipped into Overwatch again this week for the first time in months. Which has been for me anyway, which was great. We um we had a pretty damn good run the other night. Uh, oh man, Joel, I'm still like processing that. Mm-hmm. The only loss we had the, that I had after that night was when your internet dipped and you lost connection, and that's oh that's the only time that I had a loss. I had I had six wins and a loss, and it was because of a disconnect. To be fair, that that team we were playing against were really good, so I, I don't I was think it so was going to. Yeah, I don't think it was going to turn out the way we probably would have hoped it to. But, um, but yeah, so playing some more Overwatch has been great. It's been just, just good to get back into it. Um, we were we were in our grooves, Joel, as our characters. We were doing really well. We were, yeah, switching characters was great. It was the spirit of the Overwatch League, which started this week as well. So. Uh, yeah. I've watched a couple couple of matches of that, which was great. Um, I've picked a team now. I am I am a London Spitfires boy, so uh, go Spitfires. I have um, no idea who I'm going to support. I have not come any closer to picking. Yep. I based it around uh, their colour scheme was cool. I like the name, and they're owned by Cloud9. So I was like, I know that. I know that name. I know that. <laughs> I, know, I know Cloud9. They are an esports company yay um they are yeah. joel good work yeah exactly uh, apparently they're, they're I, I did a little tiny little bit of research there's a great kotaku article that runs down the teams and how well they did in preseason and and their players and whatnot and who they're owned by which is i think it's called like a viewer's guide to uh, overwatch league so if you google that <clears throat> there's a really great article there about it um which helped to me be fair, a little yeah. bit more Preseason isn't everything to go by because I'm pre- today the Philadelphia Fusions played, and they did really well. And I'm pretty sure they they weren't really a part of a preseason. Yeah, I think I don't think they had a team together for it. Yeah, that this was yeah. the first time they'd played. Yeah, and now against the Outlaws and on the um, control maps, just destroyed them. Just destroyed Dominated. them. Um, but yeah, so we might even have like a little bit of a like Overwatch League update each week i don't know we'll see how we go how much we how yeah, much of it we watch if we're down with the overwatch lingo enough yeah exactly well that's what i'm hoping to get like i've got a i'm excited because i have like a base knowledge of it and it's something that i'm interested in so i i i'm looking forward to learning more uh terminologies and strategies and whatnot i did watch the other day i watched an uh a zenyata pick uh, a Widowmaker out of the air with a fully charged um, orb shot and it was just beautiful like it was stunning to watch um 
in the Overwatch League I've watched so far, like the amount of incredible Widowmaker shots I've seen. Oh, oh. it's insane. Like I just some of the plays as well that they've been, they've, they've obviously like practiced and things as well for certain maps. It's, it's impressive. So I'm looking forward to diving into that. Um, Definitely. but yeah, but, uh, yeah. So I, I, Apart from that, well, over the the break, all I've been really playing is um, I played a bit more Yakuza. I'm still chug, uh, pl- pegging away at that. Um, I'm in chapter ten at the moment, so I'm just trying to flesh out Kiryu's side uh, business quest, I guess. Yeah, the real estate. And that's fun. Um, we've spoken about Yakuza a lot, so I won't go into it anymore. Uh, but I have been playing. I picked up again. Um, uh, for the Switch, I rebought uh, Enter the Gungeon, uh, which is Enter the Gungeon is a twin stick rogue, uh, twin stick shooter roguelike, um, in the same sort of vein as I guess Binding of Isaac um, by Dodge Roll Studio or Dodge Roll, um, which is appropriate because you have a Dodge Roll in the game and it is very integral to the gameplay. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty sure I've spoken about it on the show before, but uh, basically, it's it's this amazing, like, roguelike that is just so much fun to play. Um, everything is gun-themed. I mean, obviously, to the the title sort of gives that away, but, like, right down to the fact that, like, the heart containers for your, your health are two bullets crossed at, like, diagonals, which make it look like a heart. And it's just all... And so many gun puns. So many gun puns. Um, like one of the, one of the bosses you fight is called the Amoconda and it's a big snake. Like it's, it's brilliant. I, it's right up my alley. Um, and it's perfect for the switch. Like that was my one, I guess, beef with it was I, I, it was a, I was playing it on the PS4 and it is the type of game that I like to, like while I'm listening to a podcast, while I'm watching something on TV, while I'm, you know, whatever, while I'm not, I, I have something else on in the background. I just want to kick back and play something. This is the perfect game for it. Um, which is why I played so much of Binding of Isaac on the Vita. Uh, but yeah, I've made some pretty good progress with the game so far. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's like $70.50 on the Switch. It's I would almost put it up there with like a staple for the Switch. It's just, especially if you like those types mm. of games. I, honestly, I think the production values of it are great. The only thing, the only beef that I have with it is I have had a couple of crashes. Um, it's probably the first game that I've had on the Switch that's crashed on me. Um, and like, yeah, it is, it is a shame, but I mean, it is, I think it's a relatively small studio that are making it. So, um, and it is a, it's a big game. There's a lot to it. Um, it's like four different characters you can play as there's the different people you can save from like each run as well that, like, that will randomly pop up cause it's like randomly generated. Um, and you can save them, and they they might come back to the breach, which is like the the hub world, uh, and they might have something that they can help you out with. Like there's a guy, there's a a, a a pair there that give you missions. So it's like go and kill this type of enemy this many times, and we'll give you a reward, which is usually basically like a weapon that will get unlocked and put into the rotation of things that will be appear in the dungeon. Um, oh, and okay. then. Yeah, so like you can, there's also like a a store that you can buy those as well with um, the currency that you get for defeating bosses, uh, and you can yeah buy those and it'll be like cool you've unlocked this weapon it will appear in the gungeon now, um, 
So it's there's some really cool stuff. There's and like lots of references to different things as well. Lots of like pop culture references and and whatnot. Like uh, there's a box which is just like a cardboard box, and it does exactly what you think it does, and it is referencing exactly what you think it is. Um, so basically, you, you put it on, you, you can become invisible and stealth uh, around, which is great. Um, Classic Metal Gear. Exactly. Uh, it's it's a really fun game. I highly recommend Enter the Gungeon. Just oh, the gun puns alone, Kyron. I I love it so much. Um, some it's of the crazy, really like funny the, as well. The amount of quality stuff on the Switch right now, like oh. so much of it is like a must play. Well, that brings me to my next thing, Kyron. Um So I had a whole Ooh. bunch of. Uh, well, okay. So I I had a whole I've got a whole bunch of like eShop credit sitting on my account because um, I got uh, fifteen dollars from my Chris Kringle at Christmas time, and I also bought a sixty dollar card when they were on sale at JB Hi-Fi. So I was like, cool. I'm there's nothing that was really sticking out at me. I almost bought Floor Kids, and I haven't yet. I'm still contemplating it because um, apparently it's really good. Uh, but I, there was this other game that I've been looking at for a little while now, actually on the PlayStation, and it came to the Switch called Vostok Inc. Um, now it's described as, uh, I think the way they described it is, uh, a hardcore game for the casual market and a casual game for the hardcore market. So. What? Yeah. At its core, it is a clicker game. Oh, God. So, okay. All right. So you're, you're. You're uh, basically trying to fly around space and colonize planets and build more things to make you money so you can buy more things to make more money and upgrade things and whatnot and sort of take over the universe. Uh, it's very tongue-in-cheek the way that, that, that it's written. Um, there's a, bi- a bit of a positive for me. Um, but there's also a twin-stick shooter side to it as well. So it's kind of like Geometry War style. like Or even there was an iOS game that I got absolutely addicted to and i know that your housemate did as well because we used to talk about it all the fucking time called space miner an absolute classic of a game um and it was very similar to these the flying around part was very similar to this so it's going around like mining asteroids doing quests taking out enemies upgrading your ship and it had a storyline it was amazing i played it i think i played it through twice like i i loved it so much um, and that's what att- attracted me to this. Now, I did. I read a few reviews, and people were like, "It is very grindy." Some people didn't like that. Some people loved that. And I'm like, I'm okay with grind if the, if, if the gameplay is fun. Um, so I started playing it, and it's just not clicking with me. Pun intended. Um, Classic. Yeah, I know, right? I'm still riding that into Classic the dungeon high. Um, <laughs> You're nailing it, Joel. Don't worry. Just keep going. Yeah, you could. Well, well, that's Thumbs it. Up. Like. I, I, well, it's funny, I mentioned Enter the Gungeon because I bought it, I played it for a little while and I put it down because I had to go to work, came back, played a little bit more of it and I just got to the point where I was like, I just want to play Enter the Gungeon again. So I went and played that for another four hours. Um, I don't know, it's it's funny, it's got a really cool like synthwave soundtrack to it as well. Um, it it definitely knows what it is and it, it, it wears that on its sleeve, I guess, but... Um, I don't know. It just hasn't really clicked with me. I, I need to go back to it, I think, and maybe give it another try. Um, but it's just that it's that first part in like those clicker games where it's like a massive slog to try and make any progress. And I feel like I'm only just starting to scrape the surface of that now. Um, like there's boss fights as well in each. Like there's like different solar systems that you go to. I think six all up um, with different like uh, races and things like that that you can capture. 
Um, and yeah, your ship is upgradable, and there's like planets that circuit. It, it's cool the way that the, the map is laid out. Like, um, there'll be a sun in the middle, and then there was well, the first one anyway. The sun in the middle, and then all the planets like obviously orbit around it because it's our solar system. So it's like you know, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, and whatnot. Um, but the the the, the planets actually uh, orbit. So you you actually have to chase them down sometimes. No, it's not very fast. Okay, well that, mm. that's sort of interesting, I guess. Yeah, cool. They're not static. So like the only thing that's static, I think, is your like mothership, which is like the the place where you upgrade your ship and all that sort of stuff. Um, and also, if you uh, you go there, it restores all your health as well. Um, and also, if you get blown up in your ship, you get an escape pod, which still has the ability to shoot, but you've always got less hit points. You've only got ten hit points. So it's like a, it's a it's an emergency trying to get back to mother base so you can get another ship. Um, do you so like do you get a different ship or the same ship? Is it it's like... the same ship? It's just a, it basically restores it essentially. Um, okay. Yeah, it's very, I guess, basic. Um, I, I, I can't say that I like it, but I probably need to give it a little bit more time. Um. But then I, I, I'm I'm sort of comparing it, I guess, to Enter the Gungeon, two completely different games in a way. But I paid less for Enter the Gungeon, and I've had I've played, kind of played an obscene amount of that game. Like it's just disgusting how much I've played of that game, and I'd already played enough of it on the PS4. Like it's just <laughs> it's it's the new Binding of Isaac for me. Like that it it's it's going to consume my life. It's whatever I play when I don't feel like playing anything, I'll just play that. Um. But, I mean, Vostok Inc., it's cool. It's interesting. It's not real clicking for me at the moment, but I'll give it another go. Uh, maybe I'll report back on it. Who knows? But it's out on the Switch. It's on the PS4. It's on PC, I think, as well. I think it's on most things now. Um, but, yeah, if it sort of seems up your alley, definitely check it out. Uh, but the last thing I've played a little bit of, very tiny little bit of, this week is... Uh, it's my birthday in a couple of weeks' time, and... Uh, my wife bought me a present and she gave it to me early because I knew I was getting it. Uh, she bought me a copy of Skyrim for the Switch. Um, and I've mentioned before on previous episodes that I have never played Skyrim before. I missed that whole boat um, and just never got around to it. But I figured this is as good a time as any to jump in because having it on the Switch, having it on a portable console that I can kick back on the couch and explore a little bit or put it on the TV if I want to, it seems the perfect game for that. Um, and it's good. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm only a couple of hours in at the moment. Um, I'm just sort of getting my bearings. Um, but you were mentioning before about inventory management and managing different blades and different weapons in Xenoblade. Um, I'm going to start off with, like, you know, my, my gripes with it from my very little I've played of it. Um, I, I, I don't... I, obviously, the game looks like it look it like it did and that's fine i don't care that doesn't bother me um it's inventory management is the thing that i'm not a huge fan of um when it comes down to like switching weapons i hate being like going into a fight with a bow and arrow and trying to take people out and then when that obviously doesn't go to plan because it never does because i'm terrible um i want to switch to like my iron mace and my shield then I had to pause the game, go into a menu, re-equip it, go back out, and I'm back in the fight. I 
I swear you can use like the left and right D-pad for like quick bars. I tried. Uh, it didn't do anything. I don't know. It's something I have to unlock or something. Or um, and it was I looked at the like on PS3 it was at the gate. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'll check that because I checked the controls and there was nothing in there about it either. And the D-pad does nothing. So if that's a if they've, if they've taken that out of a Switch version, that's poor form. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that. If that, because I thought surely there's there must be a way that you can do this because this is really bad design. Like you don't want to be in the middle is, of yeah. You um in the again in the PS3 version at least and PC PC's a different beast because there are mods to just fix Bethesda's awful inventory, so that's exactly. not an issue there. Yeah, but on PS3, I remember there being an option in the, the like the menus. There was like a sign or like something, some sort of command to link it to your left and right d-pad so you can easily toggle between like bow magic sword shield all that sort of stuff in either hand but it's been a, it's been a while since i played skyrim so i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that's a thing somewhere i just checked it i all i checked was the controls menu to see if there's something i needed to map um but i haven't checked in the settings yet so maybe i'll just i'll take another good look at the settings and maybe there might be something in there because i hope but even so. then joel even outside of that, even once you've done that, like, yeah, the inventory in Skyrim is not good. No, no. I see what they're trying to go for, but in a game like Skyrim, that you've got so much shit that you, that within five minutes, you're inundated with shit. Like... Yeah, because you, you pick everything up to sell it. Because absolutely. Money. Absolutely, yeah. You're like, fuck it, I'm taking this, 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 and this. Yeah, oh, new armor, new weapons. Oh, yeah, cool. I'm going to swap that out, oh, but then you that, don't want to drop it that, because that you want to sell it. Yeah, I'll take that plate. Exactly, take that yeah. fork. Take that cup. Oh, some mead? Yeah, I'm grabbing that. I might need that later. Potions? Give them. Give them. Like, so yeah, like, the, I see what they're trying to go. It's very streamlined, but not in a good way. <laughs> um, uh, again, there are, there are a lot of good mods that fix that on PC. Of course. But yeah, on console, I remember on PS3 just hating the inventory for passion. Yeah, it's it's not great. But I mean, this is a, what, six-year-old game. So... yes. I like I, I'm not and, I'm not going. Well, this is this is unacceptable. I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. Like, you know what? You know what, Joel? I don't know. Here's here's the thing. Right. I feel like Bethesda get a lot of passes. They do absolutely. I suppose they could have fixed these things, couldn't they? They could have. They've had six years, and it's they're like, hey, here's Skyrim again. Yeah, you've had six years, guys. Yeah. That's very true. I, I think know. you're I right know. about them having a lot of passes. It's, it's, yeah, I don't know. Because I have heard, but again, I haven't played the, the Switch version, but I have heard people have been having crashes that were present in like OG Skyrim, indicating right. that I guess Bethesda didn't even really fix that stuff. So I don't know. I just feel like Bethesda should tighten their shit a bit better, but that's just me. Yeah. No, no, you're not wrong. I... <laughs> They do get a lot of passes, I think, because we all sort of got used to those Bethesda bugs as being, like, endearing in a kind of way, which is not... Oh, yeah. It's not the way that you should approach that, I guess. It's not the way you should look at that situation. As someone who played Fallout 3 on the PS3, I'm a part of that problem (laughs) because of just stupid glitches like rad scorpions clipping into the ground and then launching across the horizon or, like, a brahmin that would just clip in circles or a floating car the floating car was 20 feet in the air yeah. for no reason that or was my housemate my housemate 
in one of the DLC expansions going for like achievements and there was one we had to pick up um oh, I think it was right. ingots or something like that. It was yeah. a particular item you have to pick up. And he was close to finish and he went to pick one up and it just it fell through the object and it was gone and you could yep. never get it. It was just gone. Just that's gone. It. See ya. <laughs> yeah, that's like, frustrating. Come on. Yeah, that's that's I mean it's funny for us, but I mean it's it's not really it, you're right it's not not acceptable um but that aside uh i feel like there's something else i was going to say that i didn't really like about it that aside i am enjoying it what i've played so far it's fun it's just cool to have this open world to go and explore and it is like i mean there's a reason why Skyrim is such a like a cliche when it comes to describing things. It's like it's like the Sky it's Skyrim with blah Skyrim with guns. Thank you, Adam Kovic. Um, it's that th- there's a reason why it is like used in that way is because it it is impressive. I guess if you think about it, the time that it came out, it's it's it is an impressive game. There is a lot to do there, and it's got all the DLC as well. Like it's so much to do i'm excited to sort of run around i'm in the i'm in the process of fighting my first dragon so um and yeah, i've dragon, yeah. dragon fights are fun the first couple of times and then you just, they become a nuisance when you're trying to do a mission or trying to fast travel it's like nope sorry dragons here and the dragons just sort of statically flying squares around you and you're like what? that's not an animation that's not an animation <laughs> at all yeah look it look it's not perfect but it's it's a lot of fun, and uh, I'm I'm excited just to be a have it on my Switch so that I can just pick up, play a little bit of it on the couch, just chill out, journey through Skyrim, kill some dragons, shout at some people. I haven't got my shout. I've only got my 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 base shout yet. I haven't got the full thing yet. I've only got my raw power. I haven't refined it yet into a Fusrada. <laughs> I need to. Uh, uh, need by to the way, out. it might sound like I'm bitter towards Skyrim. It might mm-hmm. sound like that. And I, I am a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's mostly because of way back when the game came out, it won so many Game of the Year awards instead of Dark Souls, and I will always sort of carry that project. <laughs> uh, well, look, that's pretty much all I have to say about Skyrim, but you mentioned Dark Souls. That's probably a pretty good segue into our news for the week. Uh, you, you mentioned Dark Souls. I've been talking about the Switch. It's probably a good segue. Um, <laughs> it is, uh, but should we should we like preface this with how crazy the internet got? Yeah. So, like, oh man, the internet sort of just took an idea and ran with it this week. Um, and then the people responsible for creating all the fervor and frenzy took it even further, um, and and the internet exploded this week. Uh, so, because there was rumors going around uh, from a couple of weeks ago saying that uh, there's going to be a Nintendo Direct in January, much like last year's one. Uh, it's going to announce a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, as we got closer to it as well, there were rumors of things like Dark Souls being really uh, released for the Switch, uh, which has sort of been rumored for a little while, I think, as well. Like, just not officially. I yeah. think people have just sort of assumed after seeing From Software on that big list of third-party software uh, developers. Yeah. They were on that list, and let's be honest, like from software have a fair few IPs under their belt, mm-hmm. but there's it's Dark Souls was so long ago, 
it was ripe for remastering and yes exactly oh, yeah. and not not just for the like not for the switch either just the fact that it was due for a remaster in general because we got yeah. remasters of well we got a remaster of two but the other two were ps4 games so um yeah so i i think yeah it was everyone sort of just assumed and when you know we'll get to that eventually but when it happened it was like all right yep awesome um the problem being that, like, a lot of the people then who whipped themselves into a frenzy uh-huh. are now disappointed. And of course they are. I'm sorry, but that's not Nintendo's fault. That's your fault. Yep. The cause of, like, you know, overhyping something and then it's like the last Jedi clone. Don't fucking put people on such high pedestals. Um, well, yeah. uh, I mean, there's a. Okay, so let's get down to brass tacks. This was exactly. a, mi- a direct mini. A direct mini, yes. Um, so it was 15 minutes in length They They, they did talk about a lot of stuff in it, but it was a lot of, uh, ports and, uh, DLC and stuff we already knew about essentially. Um, just a bit more information about them. Uh, so yeah, I, look, I'm happy with what they talked about. Oh, just, I'm so happy. I, well, of course you are. Absolutely. Um, well, shall we just shall we go through the direct then and, and break it down a little bit? Do you want to start with the big uh, one? Yeah, I mean, we should probably go in order. And the way they okay. started it was just oh, it was it was just all class. Oh yeah, no, I am. Uh, I must admit. Oh boy. Uh, so, I think we've talked about this game a few times before on the show. I'm sure we have. Um, I'm pretty sure I've at least brought it up at one point or another. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm almost certain we've we've talked about it a couple of times, and and our love for it as well. Um, so ten years ago, a little game came out for the DS. A uh, Square Enix published a little RPG called The World Ends with You, and oh boy, is that a good game, Kyron? Oh boy, it is my favorite Nintendo DS game, and I. Absolutely bought the iOS version when I had an iPhone as well. Even though it wasn't as good as the DS version, I was yep. just like, no, I want to support this game. I have it installed on my phone right now. Like, I, I haven't played it, but I've got it there. I was like, I bought it. And it's like, yep. If if for one day I, I, I ever had the itch to go and play it, um, I could. And now, Kyron, I could play it with actual buttons because it's coming to the Switch later on this year. Oh. I'm so excited. So... It does appear to be the mobile version, like a lot of the uh, assets are touched up in the same way. Yeah, and it seems like it's going to include a, a bit of the uh, bonus scenario stuff that were in the in the mobile versions. I'm pretty sure. And that was a lot of the stuff that okay that alluded to things, right? People were thinking, yeah, we're, we're going to get a sequel, and then nothing happened. And I still am not. I'm not willing to bet on a sequel ever coming out. This might be sort of like a, hey, here's the word on a few again, guys. Enjoy. Let's see how this sells, but yeah. I don't think we're getting any more. If we do, I'll be excited, but I feel like this is Square going, here you go, guys. Like, let's test the water on the Switch with a, a port we know will make the fan base happy. And that yep. is exactly the word on a few. Like, that is it. 100%. Um, yeah, I'm buying the shit out of this game again as soon as it comes out. Day one. Um, Day one. Day um, one. Down. Absolutely down. If you haven't if you haven't played it yet, like at this point, and you have a Switch and you like weird like action JRPGs, 
get it. If you it's, like ugh. certain things about the Persona series, like this game is sort of like almost Square's yes. version of Persona in a weird way. Not yep. perfectly, but like there are aspects where I'm like, after now I've played some Persona games, I'm like, oh wow, like soundtrack wise and like almost setting wise. And like soundtrack like, almost can, being like, its own character, like much like Persona. Yeah, yeah no, you're yeah, right. So I can, um, but it just has unique combat. It's got the cool fashion mechanics where wearing certain fashion brands in different territories will change your stats. You can sort of, you've got cool control over the difficulty. The story's really cool. It's got, um, shoot, what's his name? It's Pie got face. the Grim Heaper. And Pie yeah, face. Pie face. Yeah. Yeah, Grim Heaper. Fuck yeah. Builds a giant pile of garbage. I cannot walk past, I, for those of you who are either are listening from overseas or I don't know if it's a, an Australia-wide company, but there is a... There's a franchise uh, pie store called Pie Face, and I cannot walk past it without laughing and thinking about that game. Every time I see it, I'm just he, like, hee He is the best. He is worth playing this game for. Just for yep. stuff like So Zeta Slow, oh, and yeah. uh, like just the way he has Zeta Sons of Digits. Just, yeah, use Zeta Sons of Digits. Whips out math terminology like foil, first, outer, inner, last, and... yep. Sokotoa and just oh, he play the one, play it play this game it's please. so good yeah it's coming out with, there's no I release date or anything it's just it's, uh, sometime this year um I, I don't think it'll be too far away nah. but Square will probably announce it soon I would say like I hope so a lot of games are like well from this direct especially feel like they're like first half of the year sort of game yeah. so yeah there's no real big stakes things here like like new oh, no. surprises but uh, cool stuff nonetheless but um, honestly i think that would have been out of all of them that was a surprise where i was like yeah whoa absolutely uh all right what was next karen i think they talked about was it the kirby stuff next i can't remember the exact order but yeah Yeah. i think kirby kirby is one we can talk about next anyway because it's kirby last year we saw a random kirby switch game that was just called kirby yeah, it was the same. It was the same one when they announced Yoshi as well. Oh yeah, we'll probably see Yoshi soon, won't we? Yep, yep. Um, so yeah, no, that Kirby game is now called Kirby Star Allies. Uh, it's coming out March sixteenth, and it looks like a Kirby game. It's got four player co op. It's got a couple of new abilities. You can sort of mix your abilities with your friends. But yeah, yeah, yeah combo up and like, stuff. Mm. Sort of feels like a filler Kirby game. It, it, current without sounding, without, I don't want to sound derogatory, but it just sounds like a Kirby game. <laughs> it that's sounds. Pretty, that's pretty derogatory, Joel. I, I don't mean it to be, because I mean, like, Kirby games are fun, but, like, that it, this looks just like a Kirby game. Um, it, visually, it looks pretty. It looks very stunning. Like, I like the art, like the art style of it. It's all very nice and crisp. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're excited for Kirby, then yeah, awesome. Good, good for you. I'm happy for you, um, but I'm not super keen on it. It'll take a real drought for me to go. You know what? I'm going to pick that up. Um, but which is a shame because I remember playing a lot of Superstar Ultra on the SNES. I played so much of that game. Superstar was amazing. Uh, again, obviously, there's always the original Kirby's Dreamland and the second one on Game Boy as well. Yep. Uh. And what was... I never played it, but I always wanted to. was um, Kirby's... Oh, it, 
Epic Yarn? Epic Yarn was the Wii Epic one? Yarn yeah. was, yeah, that's the one I really wanted to play, but I never got a chance to. The, the, the precursor art style to um, Wooly World for Yoshi. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, but kind of cool. Uh, what else have we got, Karen? Uh, so they also revealed some DLC for Pokken Tournament DX. Ah, yes, Pokken Tournament DX. You got know, some some fighters. You know, the Nintendo fighting game that we definitely wanted. Yeah, that's the only Nintendo on fighting game, Karen. What are you talking about? I I'm God. sorry, Joel. That's my bad. <laughs> Uh, I thought you were going to go, so, I'm yeah. sorry, I can't continue with this bit because I'm so mad that Smash isn't out yet for it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, fair enough, Wyatt, you're right. <laughs> come on, Smash, where are you? Come where on. are you? It'll be this year, later this year. Pencil yep. it in. Yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, for Pokken Tournament DX, they're doing a couple of battle packs, which will include some new content. Wave 1 comes out January 31st. It includes Aegislash, which if you don't play Pokemon... It's a sword and a shield. That's yep. literally it. It's not, yeah. Uh-huh. It's sword and, and shield. Yep. Yeah. And it will include Rayquaza and Mimikyu as support Pokemon, which was sort of like, yeah, support uh, attacks and that sort of stuff. I only play a little bit of Pokken on my Wii U, but I have, so I have a vague familiarity with how the game works. Not a great they, one, though. They kind of work the same as like in like Marvel vs. Capcom, like when you would call it... One of your other team members in to do like a team up attack, essentially, yeah, isn't as, it? Yeah, as an assist, but you can't sub them in as like you a can't use them as a character. Yeah, um, yeah. And then on March twenty third, Wave two will drop, including Blastoise as a playable Pokemon, and includes Mew and Celebi as supports. So it's good they're bringing some new stuff to the game. Like, that's yeah, kind of absolutely. Neat, I guess. I mean, it must have but, got us somewhat of a second life on the Switch uh, if they're doing. DLC battle packs for it, but you know, um, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. I keep looking at it going, <laughs> I keep looking at it going, I should play it, and then I just don't, and then I'm like, I'm not going to play it. I, I, I think it's just, we're, we're on the cusp of, of playing Dragon Ball Fighters, Karen, and, and Smash at some point. Oh. Like, it's, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm not, fighter, fighting games aren't like my go to thing. Smash is an exception to the rule. Um, just because it's a different well, Smash kind has, of beast has the party element to it as well. Exactly, yeah. You know, it's it's a different kind of beast. But um, generally, fighting games I'm not super into. But I'm I'm making an exception for fighters, and I'm not even a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. I'm just really interested oh, in this game. When, one day I'm going to sit you down and at least hit you through Dragon Ball Kai. Just that's my yep. dream right now. Yeah. Well, the plan at the moment is I'm going to watch. I, we figured out the other day that. Dragon Ball Abridged is about five hours long. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yep. could, I could get through, I could do that and get the general you can. points. You work, you, you'll get the general point. Yeah. But then I'm going to watch... I know oh, there are some out there who argue that it's a better version and in some aspects they're correct, but in some they are not. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm going to watch that. I, but I'm very, I'm more interested in, I'm very interested in watching Super. Because what I've watched of that with you looks fucking great. Man, Super is just, it's its pretty stupid, but I love it. Like, we are at, at the, we're reaching the climax of the current arc, and it's pretty hype, and that's all that matters right now. That's, yeah, no, I, 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 I want to watch that, but anyway, we're sidetracked. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's Dragon Ball's fault. Get ready for this next week. Yeah, it's going to, yeah, next week's episode is going to be, um, 
it's gonna be a lot of that. Uh, there was also uh, the is it the new Ease game? No, the one that came out PS4 and, and Vita last year, Lacrimosa of Dana. Is coming uh, yes, to the rolls Switch. right off the tongue. Mm. Uh, I it's yep, it's it's a knees game. I've never played one. It this one looks no. good. It looks good, but I just I don't. It looks like I don't know. It looks okay. Like it just sort of looks a bit generic. Again, I've never played a use game yeah. either, so I don't know if mm. they've always looked like this or they may not have. But it just didn't sort of do anything for me. Again. It could be because I'm coming off 2017, which gave me Persona 5 and also Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah. So to stand out to me as an RPG, especially a JRPG at this point, you've got to bring a bit more to the table. And this, what they showed didn't didn't tick any boxes for me, unfortunately. That's fair, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, the bar's been set definitely. If it like if not by like I like Persona 5 was just a fucking masterpiece that game. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, that's coming up. When is it coming? Sometime soon. The interesting Summer. thing is, yeah. like, I'm pretty sure, like, because that came out on PS4 and Vita. I'm not 100% sure, but I remember seeing, I think it's Falcom, the guys who do, like, the Trails series. Oh. oh. And they've been pretty determined to just stick to PS4 and Vita. I, I think that they're involved, maybe not directly with this game, they need to. They've been sort of not re, sort of resisting. It feels like the switch. It's like just let it happen, guys. The Vita's yep. gone. Vita's, Vita's gone. Dead. The switch is for new Vita. I mean, NIS are doing like uh, have pretty much embraced it as well. They've got a few things coming yeah. out on it already. So. Nis are doing good. Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping that Nis will be able to like influence Falcom as well and going, hey, get get your stuff on here. Do it. I'll revisit Trails of Cold Steel if that if that happens. I'll, I uh, hope so. I'll That's go back to that. Because that game was was perfect, really, for like what for what the Switch is. Because I had it on Vita and PS3. Yep. And you could sort of like upload your save back and forth, but it was so tedious to do that, and I just yeah. didn't care. It's um, it's probably if that happens, it's the closest we'll get to having a Persona game on the Switch. I feel. Yeah, look, it's seeming more like now that Catherine's coming to PS4 and Vita. Yep, I, I'm not holding out any hope for Persona on Switch, which is a bummer. Oh yeah, no, it's a real bummer. We'll probably get like a Persona Q3, and like also the Switch is getting Shin Megami Tensei Five, so that's a big, that's a big get. I might, I might actually jump into a Shin Megami Tensei game with that one. See how I go. Probably be very overwhelming, but uh, yep. Uh, but yeah, so that's coming out in summer, if you're interested. Uh, there are a couple of indie things as well. Uh, Faye, that EA Originals game that got announced. But it is, it is responsible for us knowing about this direct. Very true, yeah. That's actually the catalyst for why why all that, the, the um, excitement around the internet kicked off. Uh, it's coming out for the Switch on February 16th, so that's really close. Um... It actually looks kind of interesting as well. Mm, like it, I, I love the art style. I love the the color palette of it as well. That the blues and the purples it looks really good. Um, so yeah, I might check it out. I like the uh, I like the design of it. So could be fun. But uh, yeah, apparently it's a exploration through a forest where Faye, the foxy player, has to interact with other animals to learn new abilities that allow it to explore. 
Um, so yeah. Uh, but the other indie one which I'm actually, I'm think I'm going to pick this up because it comes out two days after my birthday. So, um, the uh, the other game was Celeste, which is by uh, the developer of Towerfall Ascension, which is Matt Makes Games. Um, it's basically it, it looks like a a story based platform version of Towerfall. I think uh, the the movement looks very fil- uh, similar. It's got that gorgeous art style that that was uh, all throughout Towerfall. Um, and man, it, it it sort of has a bit of a Super Meat Boy vibe to it as well. Yeah, they showed some pretty intense looking uh, platforming sections in the trailer, mm. which which got my attention. Uh, I also love the movement in Towerfall, which yes. isn't like Towerfall's primary mechanic, but it just feels good to move around in that game. It, and it, everything works as yeah as it should, and it's it, it, you never feel cheated by the controls or anything like that. It's usually if you fuck exactly. up, it's, it's yeah. usually your problem. Yeah, it's your fault. So to to sort of have them put that into a, a single player platformer game, that would be real. That sounds really interesting. Um, it's I so just, tough. It's so tough because I want it. But Gen twenty fifth is the day before Dragon yeah. Ball Fighters and Monster Hunter World, so I really maybe I'll see. I'll see how I go. I'll I check it. it I'm gonna check the price because I've still got a whole bunch of credit left over as well, so I might pick it up oh, with yeah. that. That makes sense. So um, but yeah, like it's uh, man, can they put Towerfall on this on the on the Switch, please? That that is a Hopefully. perfect Switch game. Is a, a perfect Switch game. You can play a two-player with the, the Joy-Cons because there wasn't a whole lot of button com- buttons that you needed for it. Um, it is a, it's a great party game that I feel uh, that we have not played enough of. I, I it, No, we haven't. Every time I play that game, it's so much fun. Um, it was a plus game as well. Yeah, it's chaos. Absolute chaos, that game. Um, and they, he was supporting it for ages. But, but yeah, I love the art style. The art style looks just that really nice crisp pixel art, lots of bright colors, and even like the character, like portraits and things like that. I love like, the chubby cheeks and all that sort of stuff. I, I love it so much. So, yeah, Celeste is coming out on 25th of January. Um, so it's really close, like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, I know I'll be 30 then by the time it comes out. Well, uh, don't you start with me, Joel. Don't I, I know, me. I know. You've you've had you've gone you've gone through the transition. I'm 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 on the the cusp of it. Um, <laughs> but I have my 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 mild existential crisis. Um, oh, mine's still going, dude. So you can join <laughs> me. awesome. It's good to know that it has no end. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't end. It keeps going. <laughs> uh, another one we just sort of rattle off. Uh, Payday two. Uh, they, I don't know if I had a release date before this. I can't remember if it had like a set in concrete release nah. date. I think it was just coming soon, about like when it was revealed, and mm. it sort of hasn't really had more than that until now. Yeah. So it's uh it's coming out on twenty seventh of Feb. Uh, it's getting a Switch exclusive character, which apparently is only timed. I feel it's coming to the rest of the the editions eventually, but it is a a Switch timed. Uh, I thought I read somewhere about it being yeah timed exclusive. But their 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 name is Joy, and they have a flashing LED mask. And if you see that in the trailer, it lights up. One half is blue, and one half is red. And I just I just got it, Kyron. I just got it. Oh, really? You you just got that? I just got it. Yep, I just oh, got it. Joel. His name's Joy. Are you, are you 
And there are you is... sure you're turning 30? Yeah, are you no. Sure? Yeah, no, because I'm going senile, Kyron. That's why. That's... Uh, that's why I was wondering if you were turning it like an old age. Yeah, 30, maybe, maybe I don't I'm. Know how you missed that, dude. Maybe I got like double XP activated at the moment. I'm just, I'm going to hit 60 <laughs> straight away. Double. Double age gain. Yeah, double age gain. Oh, that's a bad thing. That's a pretty bad debuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I just got it. I'm looking at the picture now, and I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. Joy, <laughs> and they're a convict Joel, as love- well, because they're, they're a criminal, so they're a Joy con. I love you, but yeah, that, you're pretty stupid for missing that. Oh, God damn it. Anyway, Payday's coming out on 27th of Feb. <laughs> I still respect you, though. Don't yeah, worry. Well, thank you, thank you. You put up with me and all my for what dumb it's e- worth. my dumb idiotness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bloody hell! Uh, is there anything else that was sort of? No, the rest of them are pretty. Oh no, yeah. Uh, I'm sort of going through like the 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 lesser lesser important ones. I feel. I feel. Um, I tell you what. You know what else I feel is like it's neat, but I don't think it's that big a deal is for Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition which is coming out you read my mind Kyron that's exactly what I was going to go do next <laughs> yeah so yeah it's essentially a, a combination of all the content from Hyrule Warriors on Wii U and the later released 3DS version sort of all crammed together into one complete version of a game probably on a system it'll run better on which is a positive because you would fucking hope. I love the Wii U version uh if there's one thing you can say about Musou games, it's that they are happy to sacrifice, uh, have a run sometimes, just to have yep. a bunch of just AIs on the screen who just stand there. Performance the over thing. spectacle, yeah. It's, it's, mm, I know, spectacle over performance, sorry. Yeah, you mean, yeah, the flip one, yeah. Um, spectacle over performance for sure. Oof, but hey, yeah. like, it, it's Hyrule Warriors is a better game than Fire Emblem Warriors is, so it's not a bad thing to get on the, Get it on the Switch. It's a great game. I I played a lot of it. Uh, it was I ended up playing a lot of it when we first moved to Melbourne before we had the internet connected. So I'm like, it's a game I can play and I don't need to update or have internet connection for. So I played a lot Hooray. of it. Yeah, it was like, yeah, cool, awesome, and I I really liked it. Um, I mean, I might go back to it. I don't know. Again, like maybe in a drought, I'll be like, yeah, sure, pick it up and have a tinker with it, but. I don't know. Like, I feel like I've I've had my time with that game, but if you missed it on the Wii U, it's a really fun love letter to the Zelda series. Oh yeah. If I'd you probably... don't mind the dumb action of a of a Warriors game. Oh yeah. Um, I'd probably pick this up over that new Kirby game though. I mean, is that just because you don't like Kirby? It's not that I don't like Kirby. I just was watching that trailer and I'm like, it's just not. <laughs> it's just it's fine. Like. <laughs> If I got a copy of it for as a gift, I'd be like, oh, cool, I'd play it and I'd probably really enjoy it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to buy it. Whereas I know I enjoy it. That's how Hyrule I feel Warriors. about this game as well. Okay, yeah, that's fair. As I said, like, maybe in a drought, but I'd probably pick that up. Over. Anyway. Uh, all right. I reckon the next most important one, I feel like, because I feel like it's a little bit of a letdown, is the, uh, the Super Mario Odyssey uh, free update that's coming in yep. February. Uh, so it's a free update. Uh, which very cruelly, they're like, yeah, here it is, the new update. And they showed Luigi, and it's like, oh, yeah, here we go. I got so excited. I got so... And then what we got was like a weird hide-the-balloon mini game you can play with people around the world and just sucked the excitement out of my out of my body. Yeah. It's gone. It's just... It's a hide-and-seek mode. 
you know, gets a hide a balloon. Hey, to, to, to be fair, Luigi has a, a fucking adorable bow tie. He looks yeah, so why adorable. Why can't I play as him? I know. Maybe this and is where a stepping are my boom stone. Houses? Maybe this is a stepping stone. Maybe this is like the first bit, and then we're going to get a little bit more later on. Maybe. Just I to mean, be like his model will be in the game now. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It's like here, he's his model. You, everyone was saying he's the only one who's not in the game yet. There he is. Like, so you can only hope. But yeah, I mean, it's free. It's not like you have to pay for it. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's true. It's just like I saw Luigi and got excited, and then. And want to hide the balloon main game and bleh. and seeing how that Nintendo seem to have embraced DLC packs now, I wouldn't be surprised if they're working on like a bigger update or a bigger DLC pack that is like Luigi, that is the Boo Houses, that's all that kind of stuff. I really, I really hope so because I yeah, Boo Houses are a thing that are missing most direly from Odyssey, and I miss those Boo Houses. And it seems to go hand in hand with Luigi because Luigi oh, has yeah. a bit of a, a bit of a. Lo- uh, love affair with the uh, the paranormal so except he doesn't really because he's he, terrified yeah he fucking hates it but like you know they love him I think that's probably the better way of putting it um but there's a whole there's three new outfits as well so there's like a sunshine sunshine shades that is bad to say when you have a slight lisp as a really bad <laughs> like pair of words to say together uh musician hat and knight armor so you know cool um but it's free it's coming out in February uh, but then the the ones that it's we got. Sneak, but Odyssey lives. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so apart from uh, apart from the world ends with you, which we kicked off with, which was we feel was very important. I feel like the last things that were announced were all pretty, pretty uh, kind of a big deal. Um. Yes. Which which, which do you want to tackle first, Karen? Look, let's do let's do the, the new DLC for Mario and Rabbids because mm. that set me up for what I liked. The, the following DK announcement because yeah so DK is coming to Mario and Rabbids as a DLC is it like a little like new pack of missions or is it just a character do they not say I think they said something yeah no DK will be included in a new story set in a new world and will be exclusive to that new content so it's oh, story yes. DLC so in a different I'll area that. I'll buy that so but it looks like from the trailer it looks like it's set in like Donkey Kong Country it felt like it, because when I saw the uh, rabbits with the masks on, I immediately was just like, oh, hey, so this is Donkey Kong Country Returns, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So that, that that's, yeah, we're, we're going to a different location. So this game's still really, man, fucking Mario and Rabbids. I need to go back to that game, I think. I will when this DLC comes out, I think. I'll, I think, I'll probably yeah. Pick this up. Maybe like the month before, I might go back and try and finish the main story. That's not a bad idea. Um, but yeah, it's, man... Donkey Kong coming to Mario Rabbids, and the fucking we oh, a, man, the music a as well. Donkey Kong Rabbit as well. Oh well, well, we've got we've got oh like a like a team member one. Maybe yeah, like a Diddy Kong or something. Maybe we'll get the one that we fought. That would be ridiculous. That thing is huge. It's like slightly scaled down, but like the same sort of thing. Maybe like he'll be like a tank as character as... that has like that takes up more space, so he's a bigger target, but. Because that's one thing is like those target those um those tank characters are always so fucking annoying to try and take out. So if you have one that you could go up like head to head against, he's a bigger target for like normal shots and more agile uh, um rabbits. But you know he's also a tank, so that could help. I really, really hope he has his coconut gun. 
Oh, surely. Surely. If spurt stroll. It's going to... It's going to be... It, it has to be one of the guns that you... Oh, my God. You took longer to pick that up than I thought you would. I just... Yep. Yeah. And I hate the TK rap. <laughs> but secretly, I love it. TK. Donkey Kong. Uh... But that wasn't all. That wasn't all the DK love that we got. No, uh, no, it was not. More importantly, now okay, but a little bit of backstory here. Um, you've been ser- every time we go into an EB Games or somewhere like some sort of used game shop, you search for this game for the Wii U every time. I do. It's my my greatest sin. Yep, never buying this game once on the Wii U. But then we found a copy of it. And you didn't buy it either. But. I know, because I, I think I'd already bought something else that, that same day. I feel like it was PAX weekend. I, was like, I feel like it was the day after, the, the day after PAX. And, and I was still dr- I was drained. You were My just bank like, account nah. was like, no more, please, <laughs> stop. <laughs> no, no, can't do it. Um, but you don't have to worry about that anymore, Karen, because guess what? Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is coming to the Nintendo Switch on May 4th. Oh, Joel, this game... From all I've heard on the internet, first of all, I've heard this game is incredible, and also no one bought it on Wii U. I mean, granted, the Wii U didn't sell much anyway, but apparently no. this game just didn't sell. So we need to fix it with the Switch version. Oh, I'm buying it, hundred percent. Do you know? Absolutely. If Day one. not for anything else, for one specific edition that they've added to it, fucking Funky Kong is now a playable character. And he rides the fucking he rides his surfboard, and he looks awesome. He looks so cool, Funky Kong for life. I'm down, done, bought, tick. He, he Funky Kong is a fun way to to do what seems like the game's easy mode because he seems basically invincible. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see more more of uh, him at, at work, but hopefully we'll see a little bit more of it soon. I mean, he seemed pretty impervious to a lot of stuff with his surfboard. Like, spikes didn't seem to trouble him. Yeah. Underwater, he could do, like, infinite... Like, it's fine. He looks really cool. And it's certainly more interesting than how other, like, Nintendo games that have had easy modes do it. Like, the power stuff in, like, New Mario New Super Mario Brothers, And I think Mario 3D World had, like, the white outfit you could get, which just made it really easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, having an actual character... To play as an easy mode, especially one that looks like he's as fun as Funky Kong. Yes, please. Yeah. And because he's cause Funky Kong's awesome. He's, he's Had Funky the best Kong. music in Donkey Kong Country. Go and visit him. Mm, okay, no, no, I, I didn't. But like, fair, I say, fair I say the best music, but I don't mean the best. I mean he had like you know when you say it as like a term, you're like, yes, that's oh, the best. That's like, such a good thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. He had fantastic music when you go and visit him. Are you happy now, Karen? <laughs> yeah, so, I'm sad. Is better? All right, cool. Um, Awesome. So yeah, that's coming. It's like Joy-Con support as well, so you can play like two-player with a Joy-Con, uh, Joy-Con each, which, I mean, is not as bad as we all thought it was going to be. It's not It's not perfect, but it's not that bad. It's doable. Uh, so Joel, will this be the only game we see this year from Retro Studios? <laughs> imagine if that's what, imagine if that's what they've been working on. Like, yeah, sorry, guys, we're still doing a remaster of Tropical Freeze. Like, are you fucking... You it's what? It's to go now. There you go. You fucking what, mate? Sorry, we're, we were adding Funky Kong. It took us a long time. Do you think Do you think we'll get us another Donkey Kong Country game? Do you think they're working on Donkey Kong Country I, again? No. 
Surely not. No, I don't. Surely not. After how Tropical Freeze was received, like, sales-wise, I think they're doing something else. Yeah. Hopefully we see it. Hopefully we get, like, a teaser with it. Like, when you buy the game, it comes with a trailer. It's like an Easter egg trailer. Retro was E3, man. Pencil it in. Yeah. No, I think you're right. That's how... What? Close the show, you reckon? Oh, but it's too soon to pick a time for it, but I think retro is at some point at E3. I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, I'm putting it. I'm picking it. Closing the show. Oh, okay. Open with Metroid. Ooh, interesting. I, we know, we know, mm. we're probably gonna see something from Metroid this year. We have to. Like, they've been, they've been quiet on it for a while. We're gonna get a proper trailer for it, and I think that's how you open with it because you're like, you know, the game exists now. Here it is. It there's one factor that can change that. Mm-hmm. So the Metroid thing is interesting because yeah, they they it's in development, but we have no idea if it was in development prior to that reveal, or if it was just gearing up, or if they were picking a team. A game that we definitely heard about early last year that we haven't seen since, and Nintendo seemed pretty confident in saying like 2018 for it is the Fire Emblem Switch game. So I'm wondering oh, if that might be the yeah. three thing. Yep. Who knows. Yep. No, that's that's a good point. That's a good way to open. Yeah, that that that's E three right. is get it's E three is getting closer every day. So who knows? I mean, that could lead into our um, that could lead into our next topic of news. Actually, well, our next news story, still related to Nintendo. Air yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so Tropical Freeze. It's man. Oh, I'm gonna buy it. I'll buy the shit out of it. Hell yeah! Sign me up. I'm in. Karen, do you know what else I'm gonna buy the shit out of? What? Fucking Mario Tennis Aces, motherfucker. Yes. Get another tennis game, Kyron. And it's going to have a story <sighs> mode. It's going to have actual progression. Not like okay, the last now, one. I see. I hear people getting excited about it. I'm not ready to trust Camelot yet. I'm not there. But Kyron, Camelot. <laughs> Don't you try to win me over with that Waluigi... I'm, Charm, look, because I'm, I'm the just last couple of Camelot games haven't been great. That's true. I mean, oh, this looks really good though. I, I just want to be, I just want to be excited for it. I really like Mario Power well, Tennis. It's such a good game. I loved Mario Power Tennis. That's why I want to believe this is going to be good. But I'm remaining cautious. Just on the last couple of games being pure filler, I want to stay. Stay safe. If it's good, then hell yeah, I'm in. I'll pick it yeah. up. But like, I'm waiting for those reviews to drop. But I mean, it's going to have a fucking story mode this time. I'm very interested to see how that's going to play if, out. If it, it's going to be a good story mode, like I'm so I the trust that I had for Camelot, it's been it's been injured, it's been wounded, yeah, and broken. Yeah. No, I'm I'm so excited. I'm probably going to pick it up, like pretty close to launch. I'll probably wait for like previews of it and things like that, but. Because yeah, the last the last tennis game was not good. It was, no, the last tennis game was infamously bad. It was like just bare bones tennis, and this one looks looks like it has that Mario Mario Power Tennis flair to it. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. I mean, there's not much else to say about it. It's coming sometime this year. I would probably say closer towards the end of the year. I reckon sooner. You reckon? I reckon sooner. Okay, all right. 
It'd be good. It'd be it'd be a good like uh, bundle in like not bundle in, but like people to buy with a console for like Christmas time and stuff like that. But um, all right, no, that's what Smash will be for, man. Yeah, I'm just saying. I think yeah. this might slot in as like a May game, like a just before E3 game. Okay. Yep. When did Mario Kart come out last year? Oh, that is a good question. Was that May? Let's have a look. Was it March, April? Was it April, maybe? Maybe in April. 8 Deluxe. When did you come out? April. 28th of April, so the end of April. Okay, cool. All right, cool. I reckon this might be a similar sort of thing to that. Oh, I'm totally okay with that. Sooner I get to play some sweet tennis. Fuck yeah. Um, Yeah, not much else to talk about about that one. Which uh, I think leaves us with... uh, I think we're wrapped up on all the news from... uh, from a director, well, you think, there was that, there was that weird fighting game that you had in there, like that tag one. But oh, I that don't SNK heroines, what... yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got nothing to really contribute to that discussion. Nah. All right. Cool. Let's move on then. Um, I I credit to you, Kyron, for running with the bit as well. I, I thought you were ready just to fucking shut it down straight away. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, of course. We're getting Dark Souls. Dark Souls Remastered. It's coming to the Switch. Praise the sun, John. Praise the sun. Now, okay, before we get into, like, everything. So, we were talking before about the, the whole, like, craziness surrounding that leading into this event and leading to all this, this mini direct. Um, it, it all got, like, the fire got stoked, pun intended again, once again. Uh by Nintendo of America tweeting out a photo of Chibi Robot on fire, which uh, Chibi Robot apparently, they, they put, someone on the internet put together that the, the last couple of times we had like directs that dropped out of nowhere, one was Chibi Robo and one was Tomodachi Life. Uh, and they were the two yes. sort of things that they tweeted out, like things about, um, which I saw a great tweet, which was, it was like, guys, I've seen the, I've seen the, the leak and it's real. And it's like uh, Super Smash Brothers Deluxe at starring, and then they just added in in like Comic Sans underneath, starring Fire Chibi Robo and Hot Dog Tomogachi Tomodachi Life Guy. I'm like, yep, I'd buy that. <laughs> I'll buy that shit. Um, but it fucking goes deeper than that because fucking the pose that Chibi Robo is pulling looks very fucking familiar, especially to you, Karen, because you've played this game. Oh yeah, it did. He's praising was, the sun. He is praising. He's essentially praising the sun. He's in the sort of like he's got his two legs spread apart, but he's got his hands in the air as he burns. Yep, like in the praise the sun position. Yep. Again, it could it could be a fun coincidence, but I saw a tweet nah. with those two things linked together, and I was just like, oh god damn it! That's no fucking coincidence. I don't, that that's that's very very that's Nintendo being super fucking coy. Going, look how clever we are. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is exactly it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, Dark Souls, Joel. Dark Souls, coming on Switch. Man, this is oh. this is almost as big a news as like, well, I mean, like Wolfenstein coming to the Switch. Like, in terms of like, that style of content being on the Nintendo platform. But even going back to something like the DS, you were saying before about the World Ends With You is your favourite DS game. It's one of my, it's mine too, but it's tied 
with Chinatown Wars, GTA Chinatown Wars, like the fact that there was a GTA game on a Nintendo console back then, that was such a big thing. And now we've got fucking Dark Souls on a Nintendo console. And not only that, a Nintendo console that you can take with you. So now, Kyron, you can take Dark Souls with you wherever you go. Great. When I when I can my switch can get thrown at a wall when yeah, I get exactly. really frustrated. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. But for real, like Dark Souls One is so so now that this has been announced as a remaster, the internet is of course doing its thing and I've seen my fair share of people going, Oh, but Dark Souls One is even that good. I don't know if I can go back to it after Bloodborne and Dark Souls Three. Shut up. <laughs> zip it. Dark Souls One is incredible. Go back and appreciate it. Like it's I'm I'm 100% certain that I'm going to love this game all over again. And I honestly, like the CG trailer they showed was really cool. It looked incredible. And just hearing the sound of that bonfire yep. get lit was just like, yes, that is that is the, that is the music my ears want to hear. It, get, it, go, it gets lit AF, as the kids say these days. Joel, you're so hip. I'm so happy for I know, you. right? Yeah. Uh, but... Honestly, what the video should have been, it should have just been Blight Town running on the Switch. That's <laughs> like, the test. And, and like, no, that's that's worrying because if it, they should have done that, but the fact that they haven't means that they might not be overly confident about it. <laughs> so, well, you should get down to the nitty gritty for this game because we actually know a few things about it now. Yes. Yeah. Um. So it's essentially it's a remaster. Mm-hmm. So the the textures. Will be up but like, don't expect it to be. It's not a full on remake. No, it'll be sort of similar to how Dark Souls Two was on PS4 when it sort of got just up and it looked nicer and ran better. Yep. On the Switch in TV mode, it will run at 1080p 30fps, and in handheld, it'll be 720p 30fps. Totally fine. On Xbox One and PS4, it'll run at 1080 60fps. On Xbox One X and PS4 Pro, it'll have upscaled 4K and 60fps. Mm-hmm. And on PC, which also if you own the Prepare to Die edition, it will, which it'll be available half price, I'm pretty sure I was reading. I think it'll run in native 4K. I think it's potentially you might get it for free if you've already bought it. I thought I saw half price, but I don't want to... Okay. Maybe you're right. But either way, on PC it will run in native 4K... All textures 2K unconverted 60 FPS. So those are some fun stats, some fun numbers. The multiplayer has been bumped up to six players instead of the previous four. And it'll have dedicated servers. That's pretty awesome. This this is huge. Yep. Because one of the biggest problems from software's games have, and I've been going back through Dark Souls 3 recently, is invasions generally suck if you're the one being invaded because then oh the lag Joel it's unbearable it's so bad except for that one time that I got well, those couple of times that I got invaded in Dark Souls 3 and fucking I just apparently was invincible it was I who held the yeah, power yeah because of the lag yeah. you got lucky you were on the good end I was on the good end yeah I was very lucky so yeah dedicated servers it's huge. That's actually news to me. I hadn't heard that yet. That's awesome. Um, and it will also include the patch, the password matchmaking system from Dark Souls 3. Again, a great idea because it just makes it easier to find your friends, which, let's be honest, you want to do in Dark Souls. Yep. 
And also, again, it goes without saying, but it includes the Artorius of the Abyss DLC, which means everyone who buys this game will get to fight Artorius, and he is one of my favorite Souls bosses. So, Is, is that the wolf? No, the wolf is Sith, but it, okay, cool. Artorius is, is, his, is his master, essentially. His ah, friend. I, I thought he was related and, to the, the, the wolf. Yeah, cool. Yeah, like you will... When you fight Sif, you you do, it will be really sad. So get ready for that. Awesome. Right. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be it's it's the worst. You will feel like a massive asshole. But cool. you know, right. yeah. hooray, Dark Souls, prepare to die. Yep. No, look, I'm excited to play this. Uh, it's the it's the one I didn't finish too, but um, this is uh, this is the only Dark Souls game that I haven't played. I played Demon Souls. I played Dark Souls three. I played Bloodborne. Played two. So the, the original is the only one that I haven't played. So. I'm absolutely buying this. Link. Yeah. Yeah, I'm absolutely buying this. I'm buying for the Switch. I will I will have it on the Switch to run with you and the PS4 to run with my housemate and to complete my Souls Platinum collection. Nice. Except for Demon Souls, I haven't got that platinum because it's way too tedious. And yeah, also the, the, on, the online's Souls. been the online's been turned off now, so Yeah, yeah. I mean you can still do it without the online. It's okay. I've got to do some really tedious world tendency stuff and like farm some materials and i just really can't be bothered yep nah, but yeah i need dark souls one because i've got dark souls one on ps3 two on both systems i've got bloodborne and i've got dark souls three so i need dark souls one on ps4's platinum to just make that dark souls and bloodborne platinum collection look nice nice um but so yeah, yeah i'll have two versions of this I, i'm a sucker for it did we say when it's coming out uh no not yet but it comes out may 25th Fuck yes. May is a good month all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's without even thinking that we could potentially have, like, a Spider-Man or a God of War in there as well. Yeah, God of War for sure be out by May, so that's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, because it's got Q1, so we could have either of those in there. Um, I actually, oh. I still think it's going to be Spider-Man to capitalize on the um, Infinity War. Maybe. That's, Maybe. that's, my, that's I, still my hot tip. And just because it's just got for me, they, God of War's got the Q one date, so yeah, yeah, the Q wait Q one window, I should say, it doesn't have a date yet, but there was that leaked one which was March something or other. Yeah, I think it's gonna be March, or it's gonna get delayed. One oh. or the other. I, I mean, Sean I don't... Layden will go after some. Oh yeah, if it gets he's delayed. gonna be cracking skulls. That happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I just got this feeling that Sean Layden... Finish the game. I, yeah, exactly. Sean Layden's like, there's this other side to him that you don't see. And he's just like this fucking crazy, maniacal you know taskmaster. <laughs> who saw it? Was it was it Corey Balrog that was... Yeah, yeah, I think it's Corey, yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's he, why he, didn't wanna, he didn't... He didn't... He never looked directly at Sean because he couldn't... He couldn't make eye contact yeah. with him. Not after the couldn't last time. Not after the last time. Um, but yeah, Dark Souls. Switch. PS4, Xbox One, it's coming, and PC. Lots of good times. I will see you all in Lordran for many fun times. Uh, yep, yeah, I'll be there. I'm keen. Uh, but yeah. Joel, I'm so excited for you to fight Ornstein and Smo. I'm not at all. I've heard stories, and I, I'm not oh, excited. And you get to meet Solaire? Yeah, that's what I'm excited. I'm excited oh, for Joel. that. Oh, Joel. I'm excited Solaire for that. jolly. I'm, I'm very excited to meet Solaire. Um. Cool. Uh. So yeah. So obviously, the Nintendo Direct. A lot of cool stuff in there, but it was just a mini direct. Um. So 
nothing major, um, like like groundbreakingly major. Like the Dark Souls stuff was awesome. Tropical Freeze, awesome. Really cool shit in there. But um, there is a there's a, a, a sort of a theory going around though that we couldn't be t- we might not be too far away from a full blown direct. Um. Because it seems to be in the past, every time we've had a a mini, there's been one, a, a full size one, not too long after. So just for instance, uh, there's a VG247 article here. Uh, the last mini they had, which was November 2nd, 2016, the next direct they had was on the 5th of November. So it was three days later. I don't think we're going to get one that close, but um, most of it, the average is around about like, 12 to 13 days after they got like you, you generally get another one um i'm pretty sure nintendo has an investor call coming up soon okay so i don't know i don't, I don't want to fuel this too much because i think it's people maybe getting themselves hyped up for disappointment again but i think i remember seeing there's one of those sort of coming up which they may not announce a direct, but let's be honest here, we we really need to hear about this online infrastructure soon. Absolutely. Um, in this, they start charging for it this year as well. Yeah, well, they've delayed it to later on in the year, haven't they? Have they? I didn't. I didn't see that. I thought I, I thought read. I thought still... I heard somewhere that they've delayed the payment for a little while. Well, I... that means it's not done yet. Excellent. So that means yeah. virtual console is also a ways off. Oh yeah. Uh, they, I think they said to later on in the year. So, yeah. You can tell the Switch was not really planned to be a nah. 2017 thing. They are, how it, they like, are as much as I lucky, love the games. Yeah, they are lucky that it has done so well for them. Because that, I mean, and, and that it it's has come out. Still. That Maybe they just sort of spent the time focusing on make, making sure that it did what it advertised it could do. Because they never came out the gate saying it's going to have online or was it like, I mean, they have, but, you know, they didn't say it was going to be online straight out the gate. It's going to be all this, it's going to be all that. They just went, no, it's a games console that you can plug into your TV and then pick it up and take it with you and keep playing. And you know what? They fucking did it. So I just, I find it interesting because this direct especially had, um, well, Dark Souls was one of them, but sort of meant is the, the online in Dark Souls is pretty important. Of course. Yeah. And Payday 2 as well is very online-centric, mm. almost exclusively, it's exclusively, yeah. So, yeah, I'm really curious as to when we're going to hear anything about that system. You've got, and, again, that could play into a full direct if it happens soon. Who knows? It probably won't, but maybe. Well, I mean, look, there's, these numbers are usually... I think the longest distance between a direct mini and a fully a full-blown direct has was, is 20 days. So we could Which isn't get, too bad. Yeah, we could get something in February. Or end of... Actually, like... Even maybe the end of January, like thirty first of January or something like that, we could get one. Yeah, like it's entirely possible. Squeeze I'm not it, in. it out. Um, it would make. I hope s- it happens. Yeah, I really do. It would make sense maybe to talk about online stuff or even, you know, drop a cheeky announcement for like something like Animal Crossing, maybe. I I think maybe now mm. now's the time for that. Like Pocket Camp starting to like trail off a little bit so maybe like stoke that fire again do an in-game I, like a, like a pocket camp event to do with it show a trailer and then say you'll hear more at e3 yeah nintendo's library like is such an, an like it's 
Because, like, yeah, we know that they're working on a Fire Emblem and a Metroid at this point. Of course, yeah. Those are two big IPs that are in development. I Animal Crossing is definitely not far behind. There's the Smash question marks. Mm-hmm. I, you just it, Nintendo has so much stuff to pick from. Like, they are so lucky. It's like, oh, what do we want today? Granted, I know I can, I can already, like, I can hear the Animal Crossing fans. I just want you to know, I feel you. Oh, yeah. We lo- I went so long. Exactly. Without a Metroid game. Exactly. Like, I feel you. Hold our hope. The, it's coming. It's going to happen. The difference is, though, Karen, you had it worse because the last Metroid game you had was not very good, whereas the last no. Animal Crossing game that the Animal Crossing fans got was very good. <laughs> New Leaf is Unless you're excellent. talking about Happy Home Designer. Oh, actually, no, you're right. Okay, I stand corrected. Nope. I, I mean, that game wasn't bad from what I saw, but like it wasn't as good as... Is new leaf it's exactly what it it, it 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 is what it is it's like you want to design cool shit go for it i think i anyway, bought it anyway you are and animal crossing is coming for sure it's yeah. just i just you, i believe i feel your pain so apparently like uh at the tail end of 2017 as well amazon us posted 18 placeholders for games yeah just announced oh, at the yeah. nintendo switch event uh yeah so there's that and there was definitely not 18 games worth in that mini direct, so... No. So there's still plenty of fuel to the fire that suggests that there is still a big direct to come. Yeah. Stay tuned to the Nintendo Twitter accounts for more trolling from them, no doubt. Oh, um, yeah. Because we still have some nindies to hear about as well, like when, like No More Heroes, Yep. Uh, Hollow Knight, Hollow, Hollow Knight. Boy. Hollow Knight and Owlboy, can I have them, please? Like, Just, can I have them now, please? Because over the last couple of weeks, as the games have sort of filled out, the coming soon section on the Switch's eShop has started to get a little bit thin of, like, notable games. This Direct will help, but yeah. it, Yeah, it, the next month will be interesting. I'm, I think, now I think yeah, about it more and more and I more. I think we're, we're probably due for another one. I don't know. That sounds like that sounds like a lot to ask, and just be like, "No, we just had one, but we're due for another one." But it, like, it makes sense if you look at the numbers there as well, the different dates, uh, like, and the distance between those. And there's a lot of a lot of unanswered questions. This was like a, "All right, guys, calm your farm. Here's something to tide you over." They've just thrown together. Do you know what I reckon's happened? They've taken out one of the sections of the full direct and given that now. Cause that, I mean, maybe like that feels like if it, it, it was very like cut to the point. All right, cool. And it's very much like they've been doing in their directs where they're like, they'll do big game. Headlines. They'll, they'll do like a big game, talk about that for a while. And then they'll do headlines for a bit. Then they'll do big game, then headlines for a bit. Um, so I, I, I feel like maybe they just sort of went, we'll just take that one out. And maybe we'll just do the, you know, the Dark Souls one. We'll rip that Band-Aid off now. But Yeah, well, I mean, because as soon as the Dark Souls one was out, like, all the other platform holders were able to post about it. So that's the one where, obviously, they were embargoed, I think, until Nintendo spoke about it. Right. It seems like, at least. Yeah, because it was, like, directly after they're like, oh, it's also coming to everything else. So, uh yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's going to be interesting for next month to keep an eye out on Nintendo social media. They're going to troll the hell out of everyone, no doubt, because it's, it oh, seems sure. to be what they enjoy doing now. I'm totally okay with it because it was kind of fun. 
as as it was it was a scary time, man. Well, as, as yeah, mildly terrifying as that Chibi Robo uh, on fire picture is, it's like burned into my memory now. Oh yeah, um, there was a brief period on Reset Era, which is the essentially the new Neo Gaff, I guess. Yeah. Neo Gaff's alive still, but Reset Era is pretty fun. Anyway, like there was a brief period on Reset Era when you went there, like the little burning Chibi was in in the logo on the actual website and it was pretty funny. Oh, that's awesome. I that, I noticed it like nearly every second person's like avatar icon is chip, burning Chibi Robo as well. That forum had an insane com- like an insane thread about the direct that just got out of hand. <laughs> it was just The internet was burning to the ground and Nintendo was just sitting back stoking the flames. It was every- yeah, everyone just like turned into fucking massive conspiracy theorists for an entire like for like three days there everyone went a little bit I mean, nuts that, that tweet didn't help with a parrot oh god oh god oh god anyway um but yeah i guess well, you know you'll hear us talk about it if we if we do get another direct soon which i feel like we might i don't know it's just me being optimistic and and hopeful but it kind of no, makes sense i i I do think you're right, if only because, yeah, we've got to start hearing about this online service. In some, Even if it's not coming out yet, I they need to start talking about it. As more online games come out, we need to know. Yeah, for sure. That That's it, Joel. That's the direct. That is. That's all. But yeah, hopefully we'll get some more news about another direct very soon. So, now we're back with our normal episode format. After the craziness that is the end of year, game of the year video game battle royales and and what have yous um we're back into some questions and we've got one this week it wouldn't be again wouldn't be a dialogue option show if we didn't have uh some sort of representation from the one the only mr sean kirkpatrick uh who has sean's an amazing person you've heard us talk about if you've listened to any episode of ours you've no doubt heard us talk about how much we love him uh, he designed all our graphic design work and drew some amazing pictures of us. He also drew a family portrait of uh, that I, of, of my family um, for Christmas for my mum as a Christmas present. Uh, I gave him three individual photos with like the members of my family, and he managed to put it all together into one picture, and it was I'm fucking impressed. Uh, amazing! It looked work. incredible. I I, I got to look at it. It looked so good. I'm I'm so happy with it. Um, and my mum really loved it as well. So. Uh, so thank you, Sean. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, Sean, for your amazing work um, and your amazing questions, like this one. And Sean asks us this week, now that we're a few weeks into 2018, what are your predictions for potential big moments in the world of gaming that we could experience this year? Oh. New console generation. Our first look. I feel like it's... Our first look. Oh, it's... PSX, PS5. Have... I don't. I can't get there, Joel. I I don't want to get there, but I. I don't know. It's almost at. We're almost at that point, and it kind of like with like all the the positive buzz coming out about the Xbox One X, everyone going, it's actually pretty good, and it does do what it's supposed to do. Um, and it does make things look prettier for the most part. Um, I I feel like Sony will have a a, a Project Scorpio esque teaser at the end of PSX or oh, during PSX. Can you imagine that if they like drop a new full price console next year? 
I don't know if it's going to come out next year. I just, I, oh, okay. I, I think, I think we'll see it. We'll, we'll hear about okay. it for the first time this year. So I know it's not super know. crazy prediction, like crazy big, but I, I think it all, it's also, you know, the fact that we'll hear about the next generation PlayStation console. Yeah. Cause I feel like the reveal to release cycle has gotten so crazy small now. That's why that's the only reason why I'm not, yeah. it could happen. Like I do think Sony is probably looking more so towards the future now than they have been because the Xbox One X is doing so good. Yep. Um, and it, yeah. it would kind of, I don't know. It's hard. I, I hope, I like, yeah, that I, I don't hope it at all, but like, I think too. And also if I think in bully Sony, like it would also make the Switch's life harder as well. Yeah. Yeah. That would make it very, you put that generation gap there. Like the Switch could not keep up. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, Sony's obviously going to be looking at Nintendo and going, well, we we kind of have to do something, I guess. Switch is killing it. Yeah. It is straight up killing it. Yep. Um, yeah, Sony, I don't know. Yeah, wow. What are Sony going to do this year? Like, they've got some decent games coming. I, uh, yeah. We don't, yeah, we don't know much about their future. After, like, last year, which was sort of like a relatively quiet year for them for releases in terms of games, like big games, this is the year where all that stuff they talked about last year is coming out. So E3 will be very, very telling, I think, for Sony. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what's what's going to happen going forward. If their E3 is just going to be like, well, how great was Spider Man or God of War? <laughs> wow, look, Day Days Gone's coming out. Uh, here's another Last of Us Part Two trailer. Like, it's you can't keep riding that wave, okay? It, people, oh, oh, what's that? Kojima's here. Oh, like you can't. I'll watch another fucking okay. Death Stranding trailer, absolutely. But you can, you can, you can keep riding the Kojima wave. I'll be excited every time. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like, all right, come on, don't turn into a one trick pony. I love it. I love the trick that the pony does. the The trick that the pony does is amazing, and I'll watch it at least four times after it airs, like easily. But yeah, come on, we could, we could, we could move on. I'm interested to see what they could do. What else they could do. Um, there's another big prediction for you. Death Stranding gets a demo this year. I'm getting wild now, Kyron. The chains are coming off. The chains are coming off. My biggest predict, my biggest thing I was going to say was Disney like seriously reconsiders letting EA have the Star Wars license. Oh yeah, actually that's got to happen. Yeah. After Battlefront 2, like, oh boy. I would not be surprised if that isn't already in in the process of being dealt with. Because, I mean, it did sell, like, it still sold well, but for how long? Yeah. I just feel like it did damage to the Star Wars brand. Absolutely. Like, I mean, and they didn't, they didn't, I don't know, I feel, they didn't need that with already with the movie being so polarizing. Like, they didn't need that. They need to, they yeah. need to, they need to fucking, Disney to take it back. Give the license to, or give give a part of the license to someone and say, make a fucking Rogue Squadron game. That's that's never gonna happen. I wish it would happen, but it's never gonna happen. That, if they wanted to try and like redeem the name of Star Wars in terms of video games, that would be the way to do it. Could you imagine? I mean, it would make me happy because that, that, that's exactly what happened with Battlefront. Like Battlefront was like a thing where everyone was like, "We want another Battlefront. We want another Battlefront." Then they made it and. Granted, it was bad, but like you know, 
that was that was the thing they did. They, they gave it to the wrong company to do it. Um, I think I think what people are clamoring for now more than ever is just the third person Star Wars shooter we keep getting denied. Yeah, that's actually very true. Yeah, maybe third time's a charm. Maybe eventually we, the next one maybe. we'll get. I think it's EA's last chance. Like, if this Star Wars game doesn't do well, then I reckon Disney. Will yeah, be like, no. Yeah, no. It's a, Disney. Are, Disney are hovering like vultures over it, just going. You, but don't fuck it up. You, you've already got two strikes. This is your last chance. So, especially if you believe those rumors about the the Disney phone call to EA about microtransactions, I don't entirely buy into them. But if you do, like. You have to wonder how much Disney's like paying attention to EA's actions and going, uh, maybe don't need you for our image. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Disney were like the driving force by going, We don't wanna we don't wanna make money. We're not about that. Of course they wanna make fucking money. <laughs> like But I think that definitely the reaction to it and the way that it was implemented, maybe they'd go, hang on. Alright. Come on. At least be at least try and be sneaky about it. Like, come on. Yeah. Don't be so, like, egregious with everything that you do in terms of microtransactions. Being, like, obviously obviously evil and greedy. Exactly. Like, just, it, conceal that one. Conceal, don't feel. Because it's like... It's, I can't think of anything else from a Disney too movie. crazy, yeah. though, honestly. Yeah, no. All right, let's get, let's get real wild then, all right? Oh, God. Let's, get, let's, yeah. let's just get real wild. Like, all, all, all bets aside... The biggest craziest thing to happen this year, what would you like to see? I mean, it's it's really me centric, but I, I want Metroid Prime Four this year. Yeah. But I don't think it's happening. No, I don't think it's quite ready for that yet. Um but yeah. that would be that would maybe, certainly be wild. Maybe we'll get the promise fulfilled and we'll finally get Kingdom Hearts three this year. That's actually not a, that's not a bad prediction. Because, I mean, like... I think they stuck a 2018 date to the last trailer from, like, D23 or whatever it I is. I think they did, yeah. So, maybe. The Toy Story one? The Toy Story trailer? Yeah, Toy Story. Man, I watched that trailer. Oh, Toy Story has never looked so good. Oh. Even when they're speaking Japanese, Sora's my favorite a bit Disney weird, character. Sora's your favorite <laughs> I might actually play this one. Because apparently you don't need to know what's going on in the story. Because so, it's so convoluted oh, and look, all over the shop. So I'm, I'm pretty sure... People who like the game don't know what's happening yeah. in the story. Yeah, so I'm just like, I'm playing this for the Toy Story world. Yeah. Um, I still maintain that I'll be mad if I see a Marvel or a Star Wars world. I don't think you'll see a Star Wars world, but I think you'll see a Marvel world. Oh. I think that's probably... Oh. oh. Maybe not. Fingers crossed. Maybe not. I'm just trying to think. Maybe you'll see a Simpsons world because you know Fox Disney. <laughs> you know, get, see if, get see a, a Futurama world. Oh, that's it. There we go. Done the Futurama game we always wanted. <laughs> um, all right. Wild crazy for me. Twenty could be anything at this point. Wild crazy thing for me. Red Dead Redemption gets a like remaster for all current gen consoles. And I mean, you're dreaming. All current gen consoles, so that includes the Switch. I see. I think the Switch is more likely to get GTA Five. Actually, that's true. Yeah, but 
But if it can run GTA Five, that leaves the door open for redemption. I mean, it got LA Noir, so exactly. Red Stars got their foot in there. Red Dead was was that before or after LA Noir? It was before, wasn't it? Oh, Joel, you are really testing my memory I there. I feel like it was before. I don't remember. They were the same p- generations. It was so, yeah. You know. It was it was within a year or so, I think. But uh, that's all right. So Red Dead Redemption was eighteenth of May, twenty ten. Oh my god, that's so long ago. Yeah, I know. It's well, LA Noir was after that, right? And LA Noir was 17th of May 2011. There you go. It was a there year apart. Um, so yeah. That would, yeah. That's, I, hey, look. Dream big. That's, if I could play, Karen, if I could play Red Dead Redemption anywhere in portable mode, I think I would actually cry. Oh my god. Oh my god. Or even GTA. If you had G- an Xbox One, you could play Red Dead Redemption right now. I don't. Just don't. <laughs> I would, Backwards compatibility, Joel, they have it. I know I they it. do. I know that. Do you know how many times over the break that I almost bought an Xbox One? I, I was, it was bad. A, you don't need one. Bad job. It was at least five times. I'm like, oh, but I could play Cuphead. Like, that was the thing. I'm like, you could play Cuphead? I was like, I could play Cuphead. I could play Forza Horizon 3. I really want to play that. Oh. Uh, Slowly but surely, Microsoft will build a library that will justify it for you. Actually, well, hey, that was that was news that we didn't touch on, I guess, because we didn't really we don't really care about it all that much. But uh, sorry, fans oh, of this fans of this franchise, but apparently that the rumor going around that the Forza Horizon Three team are working on something that isn't Forza, and that it could be Fable Four. I've heard that, and there was also some weird rumors about the future of Gears of War as well. Oh, I didn't see those. With the um the studio that was built to make Years of War, oh, yeah. like there was rumors they're making a new IP of some sort. Okay. So I don't know. Oh, cool. Look, Xbox could like Xbox with One X could have a could launch off of this into a good year. Their E three is going to be interesting I'm this curious. year. Yeah, their E three is going to be very very interesting. Absolutely. Um, yeah, because now we know that it, it that you know that their their tech works and their their console is good. Um. Yeah, be interesting to see. It's going to be a good year, I think. I think we're going to get... Bring on 2018. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good year. I hope so, anyway. Well, wow. anyway, Sean, thank you very much for your at least, question. At least for video games. Yeah, exactly. I mean, very much like last year. Video games was awesome. Everything else, eh. I can take it or leave it. Actually, no, that's, not, that's, that's a lie. I, I did go to Japan. That was pretty cool. It had good moments, for sure. Um... But yes, thank you very much, Sean, for your question. We always love hearing from you, and uh, and your your questions always give us some great cop- topics of conversation to talk about. So keep them coming, and we love you. But I reckon that's about it for us this week. Anything, Karen? Oh, that sounds about right, Joel. Yeah. All right, then take us home, good friend. I I can do that for you, Joel. Awesome. Uh, once again, thank you for listening to our first. More more standard episode of Dialogue Options for 2018. Uh, it's been nice sort of looking back at 2017 the last few weeks, but we've got to look ahead, Joel. We've got to look at the head, and the horizon is full of more games to add to our piles of shame. Oh, yeah. Which is great. Oh, I can't yeah. Wait. Uh, if you want to keep up with us on the social medias, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, where we are just Dialogue Options. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever podcast app you listen to us on like chuck us some stars or thumbs up or 
whatever else or share us, you know, write some kind words if you want. We don't mind. It it helps a lot and we appreciate it. Sure does. Uh, individual. What was that? I said sure does. Okay, cool. Excellent. Uh, as for individual accounts, you can find me at X on Twitter where I'm, I think I've been tweeting a lot about, oh man, I just keep thinking about Dragon Ball Super Joel. I just keep thinking about Dragon Ball Super. Yep. I'm so excited for the next few weeks. Uh, so just expect my feed to be mostly fighters gifts and Dragon Ball Super gifts <laughs> because it's going to be good and I'm super keen. Uh, where can I find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac where I've just, I, I've retweeted a whole bunch of stuff. Actually, I watched, um, okay, so when I was in Japan, very brief story. When I was in Japan, we kept seeing these like, like two cartoon schoolgirls everywhere and they're like, they were flipping people off and stuff. Like they, like, the characters like they were like toys but they were like flipping people off i'm like oh, what is this this is that thing that became an anime isn't yeah, it yeah i was like what is this what's going on here and i finally found out what that was yesterday because apparently the first episode for pop team epic came out um yeah and i watched it and i have questions um <laughs> it's what i can from what i can tell it seems like robot chicken for anime so it's like tiny yeah, little segments. Yeah, that's what I can tell from some of the gifs I've seen. So, like skits. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's weird. It's super weird. There's a Skyrim reference in there. There's a great Your Name reference in there. Like it's all very like pop culture referencey. Because um, apparently it's based on a a, a a a web manga. So like, yeah. I was like, okay, like a four panel web manga. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep watching it though. It's interesting. It's pretty funny. I've I've seen it popping up in my feed, and I'm I have no idea what it is, but I might check it out at some it's, point. It's down the road. it's uh, it's on an anime lab, so yeah, um, that's why that's why I was notified about the first episode coming out. I was like, oh, just be warned. That, the, that's that thing I keep seeing. The first episode isn't twenty three minutes long. It's actually about twelve minutes long. It plays twice because are you serious? The first time. The two girls are voiced by male voice actors, which apparently is a joke in the web manga about... It, oh they God. make a joke about if they ever got a, a, an anime made about, a base about them, that they would want these two very specific uh, and very well-known Japanese male voice actors to play them, and they got them for the first episode. So it's actually... That's... Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's an amazing commitment to a joke I love it it's ridiculous and then so yeah and it finishes and then it plays the episode again but with like the normal girl voice actors that they've got um it's madness it's it's fucking weird but I'm I'm probably gonna keep watching it <laughs> but but yeah, that's what I've been tweeting about apart from the uh the new that really sweet new mode that's coming to the Dark Souls remastered the new funky mode we get to play Dark Souls as Funky Kong someone's done like a mock up of joke the, of a week oh I fucking love it Love it. It's just funky mode, like shopped on the box art. I love I it. I love it. So good. Funky mode. But yeah, that's it. That's all for me. Uh, all right, then. Well, we'll let our wonderful theme song by Azure Flux strike witches get bitches take us out. And we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. <laughs>